in with uh, Antonio French, Post-Dispatch columnist, contributor here at the Big 550 KTS. Good morning, Antonio. Hey, good morning. Uh, this bar PM story is uh, c- continues to rear its ugly head. Channel 5 had a story where the bar owner got a letter from the uh, St. Louis, um, I don't know if it was the Development Corporation or whatever, but uh, complaining that they had broken windows and that their walls were shifted and they better uh, they be- they they better fix it. I, I mean, I, I I it's just how can it be that the city is that tone deaf? I don't know, man. This story is outrageous. <laughs> to, to think that, you know, it is hard enough to operate a business in the city of St. Louis, believe me, I know. And the the idea that you're sleeping in your apartment above your, your business after a long day of work, and a police car drives through the front, <laughs> you come down, are understandably angry, and they immediately arrest you. Have you seen this video? Within, I think it's within under 30 seconds of him coming outside. They arrest him. Um, you know, they throw him in jail. Uh, he comes out with bruises. We still don't understand, like, where, where all these bruises came from. If, if, if somebody hurt him or an officer was rough with him. Um, there's been no apology. The uh, officers seemingly have not been disciplined. Uh, the police uh, initial stories were flat-out lies, it seems. Uh, the police chief has taken no accountability or apologized. The mayor has taken no accountability and apologized. And then to add uh, insult to injury, he gets his letter to say that, oh, due to the damage that a city uh, officer, a city official, a police officer calls to your building, we're going to now condemn your building and put you out of business. Well, you know, welcome to St. Louis. This is not – this is – this is outrageous, man. It's just outrageous that no one has taken accountability and this, this person is being treated like this. And it really seems to be a message for all people who would even think about doing business in St. Louis is that this is just not a place that appreciates small business people or treats them well. I mean, we're laughing because it's better to laugh than to cry over this story. But this, 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 this poor man, this poor couple who owned this bar, these are real-world problems. How can it be... That City Hall is that tone deaf. My three-year-old knows that this was a bad story. How can they still do this? It's, it's beyond me. Um, and, and, you know, this city is, has really, this, this story has gained traction across the country. I've seen it reported in a bunch of national uh, outlets now. And it's, it's really another black eye for the city. Because uh, no one can believe it. Like, <laughs> what? You, you have to read it twice to even to even try to comprehend it, uh, and that it's still ongoing, and it just keeps getting worse for this guy, man. I, I feel I feel bad for him, and uh, and I don't understand why somebody in the city can't come out, take some responsibility. Clearly, the damage is caused by the city. The city needs to take responsibility, pay for this guy's damage, get him get him back up and going, and then you know give him a, a big apology at the very least. But yeah. I'm sure he's going to sue. And get all of that at the end of the day, and it's just going to cost taxpayers a lot more money. Well, and that's that's why none of this makes any sense. And then when the mayor and the police chief were trying to hold a news conference to say that that crime is down and isn't this great, the first six questions were about bar PM because they didn't answer any of them. So they they stepped all over a message while they were trying to promote the fact that it's a great place to open up a business. Yeah, and and particularly for the new police chief, you know, he hasn't been here very long. He hasn't been in St. Louis very long. Uh, hasn't been on a job very long, uh, but you know, I, I think his honeymoon is pretty much over now. We everybody was kind of waiting to see how 
how he is going to lead this department, how he's going to change the culture, how he's going to improve relations with the community, which have been big issues for, for as long as anybody can remember in St. Louis. But in this case in particular, we're in, you know, after the incident, the night of the incident, the police department, now we learn that with, with hindsight seeing video and new facts, the police department issued a straight-up false statement, just, just straight-up false, uh, and still has not uh, disciplined these officers or or given an explanation for how two competent, sober police officers can crash into a building. I guess that building just came out of nowhere and and still got and not give us any explanation for whether they were in the wrong or uh or something. Give us some explanation for how this even occurs and whether some wrongdoing was done at all. And it's just been cover up after cover up. And it seems to be the same old culture that we've seen uh, in previous administrations. And and especially regarding the mayor, you know, remember this is a mayor that ran on a, on a campaign of bringing accountability to the police department, uh, changing the culture of the police department. Uh, and none of that has, has occurred. The, this administration has seemed to be going right along with these false narratives coming out of the police department and protecting them instead of protecting their citizens and business owners of the city. It's a, it's a one-day, two-day story in a slow week, right? December 18th, 19th, 20th, a week, a week before Christmas. It was a one-day, two-day story if they would have handled this correctly. But now we're, what, February 1st this week, and, and we're still uh, can't get past it. I mean, it's just it's just bad PR all over the place. Uh, I want to move on while I have a minute with, with you and talk about Paul McKee because there's another story in uh, your newspaper that talks about how the city wants to move to uh, invoke some type of eminent domain on his properties for a development uh, in which he's a developer. And Paul McKee's saying, well, why would you take my property and give it to a developer? If there's a developer out there, why doesn't the developer just come to me and cut a deal? Why, it seems like they're piling on Paul McKee. Well, listen, Paul McKee uh, has kind of out outstayed his welcome at city hall i think uh i think especially you know the uh you know a lot of his deals were cut under previous administrations previous board of aldermen smaller board of aldermen hell the aldermen board of aldermen been cut in half since uh that deal of his started so it's a whole new crew up there and public you know public sentiment about paul mckee uh can't get much lower uh especially in in the city and in those areas where he owns property so he doesn't have quite as much clout as he used to. He used to run things down there. Uh, and so I think people are kind of tired of dealing with his stuff. Um, it was a mistake. I think you and I disagree on this. It was a mistake under the slave administration to allow this one person to get so much control over uh, a large portion of the city and so much land uh, that did not work out well for that community. And, uh, and that those new aldermen over there want to move on. They want to move on beyond uh, this north side regeneration failed project and if other developers they can start chopping that big old plot that he's got up and give it to smaller developers to get something done more quickly that's what they're going to push to do instead of holding out for this big big fantasy super project that never came and, and never will come are you in favor of using eminent domain to get rid of the new hospital he just built up there well, first of all, to call this thing a hospital is a stretch. <laughs> okay, we're talking about a, a small clinic uh, that got a lot of public subsidy uh, and really ruffled a lot of feathers in the black community for using the name Homer G. Phillips. 
So he made no friends, uh, and he didn't have very many to start with, but he made no new friends by doing that. Uh, I think the eminent domain is mostly a threat uh, to, to for the city to say they're serious and that he needs to play ball here and, and be willing to break up some of this land and this idea, especially uh, not selling it for a profit when you include the subsidy both from state tax credits and city um, tax credits and incentives for acquiring the land. So I think that's where this is at this stage is a negotiation on what price that this land needs to uh, get out of Paul Mahique, Paul Bikini's hands and over to a developer who actually gets something done, you know, this, this decade. Yeah, but is there a developer out there who actually wants to do something? I mean, is well, there some the silent developer somewhere? That's the question that we talked about before. Sometimes the city is, you know, they, they uh, don't want to take what's, what's right there in front of them uh, and is holding out for these big projects uh, and future fantasy developers. But I think in this case there, there is the potential of a, uh, especially when you're talking about a smaller plot of land than, than McKee's whole thing, there's a lot more potential developers for that than there is uh, – for that big portion that he had been holding out to do that a big project like that just isn't going to happen, especially given his financials. Yeah. Um, uh, Antonio French, we'll leave it there. Lots more to talk about as this thing sort of moves on. We'll see what happens with uh, bar PM and we'll see what happens with this uh, story about uh, the NGA and the hospital or the clinic, whatever you want to call it in uh, eminent domain. And uh, Paul McKee, I know a very controversial figure, but um uh, he's got some wins and losses in there. It's something to talk about more. Antonio French, thanks for checking in. As always, we'll talk to you on Thursday. Yeah, have a good one. Thanks. You, you got it. Uh, 8.30 uh, here, Big 550 KTRS.